1: Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. I am not flying solo this week. I didn't even recognize him. Man, Pastor Ken Keltner walked in and introduced himself to me, and, man, hi, Pastor, how you you, you you noticed it when I was hugging all the babies out there. Yeah, there I did kissing, yeah. Yeah, shaking hands, kissing babies. That's, yeah. what I'm telling you. you, walk in this place, you're calm, cool, collected. I'm going to start coming to Brookside Baptist Church during meetings just walk in and
2: just be calm, cool, Just, and collected. Yeah, calm, yeah. cool, collected,
1: yeah. man. You look good. It's good to see you, Pastor. Yeah. It has not been the same doing the show without you. Well, I miss it, Mike, and I appreciate, again, all that you do
2: uh, with the program, and uh, I love listening to it uh, myself, so uh, even when I'm not here, Mike, I, I, uh, I thank you for all you're doing
1: with the program. You know, there's a lot of things that I like about you as my pastor, and a lot of things I like about you as a man. And I'm going to tell you one of them, and it's a combination of, of of you as my friend and you as my pastor. I personally, in my entire life, have never seen anybody who's willing to just walk up to people at, in a grocery store, in a restaurant, in, in, in a at a basketball gym, and just say, hey, look, how you doing? I'm Pastor Ken Keltner. Just want to sit with you for a minute. And just and, and just and I know that biblically we're supposed to do this. Not everybody's comfortable doing it, um, but I, Tara, my wife Terry and I talk about this on how how much respect we have for you that you're so comfortable doing this. So when you called and sent me that text that you met a guy, college ex college basketball player in an airport who would come on Faith in the Zone, I just kind of giggled. I said, Lord, thank you. This is what this man does. This is what he does. And you, and you said, hey, you might want to reach out to this young man. And I did. And, and look, I had fun. Justin Henderson, follow, uh, former college basketball player, he played at University of Texas at Tyler And uh, we had some good conversations the last last couple of days. And I just want to thank you, Pastor, for Mm -hmm. for how you do that and how comfortable you are talking to people about their, their walk. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. I'm not sure, Justin, you might
2: have to correct us here. Uh, I think, did Kathy start the conversation with you b- before I she did? He
1: did. Man, <laughs> Kathy, you're, you know what? We might have to go to take two then. Because <laughs> Let me just bring Kathy in here. Look, you know what? When we yeah. get married, we're as one. Oh, we are. We yeah. are oh, as I like one. that. You're yeah, good, Because I've heard Kathy say Ken a little bit. And you've heard Terry say Michael a few times. Yeah, so. I, li- I like the Michael. Hey, before we get to uh, talk to Justin, Justin, I have to just tell you this. And, and pastor hates when I say this, but pastor Ken Keltler, when I coached all of his boys in basketball and it's my 36th year coaching basketball. And when I was coaching his boys, we had, we had a number of relationships at that time. He was my pastor and he was my friend and he was a parent of a kid that I coached. So when he would come up to me, and I'm putting in quotations after the game to discuss the game, I would have to identify, Justin, who I was talking to. Am I talking to my pastor? Am I talking to my friend? Or am I talking to a parent? Because I'm going to answer all three of those guys totally different totally different if it's my pastor it's a total out of respect if it's a parent i tell him to walk away and call me the next day and if it's my friend i probably punch him in the arm no, so you just snap a clipboard so, you know? yeah i snapped a couple of clipboards justin and, you know i loved him. hey that's why my boy that's
2: why my boys uh you know ended up going to calvary was because of my justin uh and, and Mike is a great motivator, and uh, I believe he's a great coach. And I, I knew he would uh, impact my boys in a good way. That, that's why they went there. They, we, we, we were shopping some options there, but it all came back to uh, Mike McGivern. His, and, and
1: his boys could play, Justin. So when they made the decision to come to a school that had 67 kids in the whole school, and we wow. had seven or eight boys on the team and I call this the Caucasian invasion. <laughs> and we had, we would just, we'd go ahead and just go play anywhere. You know, before I got there, they, they kind of played in that bubble in the Christian school bubble and, and I uh, had a lot of success. And what I was hoping for is to be able to open their eyes a little bit and open up the, the talent level that we're going to play against to see at yeah. what level could we get to. And I, I'm not sure everybody was so happy with some of the things that we were doing over there, but I know, Pastor, that that oh. you were and you wanted us to go play the best that we could play.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I, it was, you know what, my boys still talk about it. Mike, it's a great experience. It's just amazing how fast it all went by. It's amazing. It, yeah, yeah. But but the classic they always want to talk about was the look on your face uh, in that semifinal state championship game when I was on the floor mopping the floor.
1: Now not justin, understand he was mopping the floor, but he was that wasn't his job. There was somebody there to mop the floor. He was here yeah. as a parent trying to get closest to his kid, Kevin, to yell at them, yell at him and say, take over the game. And Kevin said to the ref, cause you get That's this awful. guy off the floor. Yeah, that's what I, so, <laughs> Justin, how do I deal with that? Is he my pastor? Is he my friend? Or is he a parent at that point well, he when was he's mopping a,
2: the floor? He was a nut at that point. You looked out there and you were like, what You're is kidding, he doing? Yeah,
1: just one of my, fa- Yeah, that was a favorite moment of mine, no doubt. <laughs> hey, we are talking at our special guest for the entire hour, and I'm re- I just feel really blessed to have him and have his have him be willing to come on our show. He is Justin Henderson, University of Texas at Tyler, former college basketball player, grew up all over the place. He was a, uh, a military brat, kind of, um, not only here in the States, but in England for a couple of years. We're going to talk all about his upbringing and his family. Justin, thanks a lot for listening to our goofy stories and staying on the line <laughs> and your, your willingness to to come on Faith in the Zone. Where, where are you living right now?
3: I'm living, I'm still at UC Tyler. I'm not playing basketball this semester. I'm focusing on graduating the school. I'm going to graduate this summer. I'm taking 16 hours a semester, so it's just a lot of school workload, and I'm like, hey, I need to be diligent and be a good steward of that and get it done and move on to the next chapter of life. Well,
2: what's your, what's your major, Justin?
3: My major is business marketing.
2: Business marketing. You,
1: you, you know, here, and we're taping this show during the week, uh, and it's a little bit cold here today, Wisconsin. Tyler, what is what is it like in Texas? has got to be, what, 70, 80?
3: <laughs> Not this week
1: you, you, you had ice course. didn't you it's 17 degrees it's, there today yeah. oh is it <laughs> 17, he said the whole campus is shut down nobody's going yeah. outside at 17 degrees here in wisconsin guys taking their shirts off man that's a heat wave <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah the university of, of texas at tyler week. at 17 degrees that that's a shock but I, I had heard that you guys uh because how far are you from austin
3: i'm about four hours away from austin oh
2: really because i heard that I heard they had a big uh, ice storm and shut everything down there in Austin.
3: Yeah, it snowed here, and yesterday we were out playing around and snowball fights and clashing to being canceled yesterday, and got canceled today as well. So the semester's already off to a good start.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen seen snow before?
3: I have. So whenever I lived in New Mexico, you know, it snowed there pretty often throughout the winter.
1: Man, that's good because a lot of times the first time you see snow is when – you know, I'm sure some of your classmates. It's got to be the first time. It doesn't snow very very often in in Texas. Hey, let's talk if we can about your upbringing. You uh, you moved to a lot of different places. Um, what what uh, what military branch is your father in?
3: My dad was in the Air Force, and he served for 30 years.
1: And and you guys moved. Uh, give us some of the places you lived. All
3: right, yeah, I'll give you the I'll give you the timeline. So I was, I was born in Florida. And then we moved to um, North Carolina, and then we moved to Albuquerque, and then we moved to San Antonio, Texas, and then we moved to Clovis, New Mexico, and then we came to England, which we lived about 30 minutes outside of Cambridge on a military base called Mildenhall, and then we came back to Clovis, New Mexico, and I graduated high school there. I was there for my junior and senior year, and then I moved to San Antonio, Texas with my parents, and I started school up at UTSA my freshman year, and I got asked to come play basketball here at UT Tyler, and I transferred here.
1: Man, that's awesome. You've seen a lot of pretty cool uh, cool places.
3: Yeah, I definitely got to experience different cultures, you know, and get to check out different areas of the world, you know. Like I never in a million years that I would be moving to England. In fact, whenever my dad called, he was deployed in, in Baghdad, and he called me and said, hey, we're moved to England. I was like... England, where you know, I, yeah, like New
1: England, or, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm not a Patriot fan, England, right? England. <laughs> hey, I, I, I. Uh, when I talked to you there on the plane, you told me your dad was uh, Air Force, and he was Special Forces in the Air Force. My brother uh, was an Army Ranger, and I've been out, you know, helping, you know. Uh, take down, you know, my mom's house. I think I think that's where we were flying into was Colorado Springs with you. Yes, sir. And uh, I told him uh, about you and your dad, and he said, man, if he's an Air Force Special Ops, uh, he said, those guys are the real deal. He said, man, he goes, I have nothing but great respect for for those guys that are serving. And so uh, I, if your dad happens to listen to the broadcast, you let him know that uh, we appreciate his service for our country.
3: Yeah, he definitely does. And I told him I'll be on here today. He said he'll be sure. He'll be sure to be listening? Yeah, we'll,
2: we'll get an audience down there in Tyler, Texas. There you go.
1: What What yeah. is your father's name? TJ. TJ. Well, you tell him uh, that that we uh, we thank him for his service, and we and like uh, sure. Pastor Ken said, a lot of respect uh, for him and and uh, and the work that he has done for our country. Hey, when, when you were growing up, was the military something that you thought about uh, as as a possible um, journey for you throughout uh, your adult life?
3: Hey, you know, it definitely was. And, in fact, whenever I got out of high school, I had offers to play basketball throughout, like, California and Illinois. And, to be honest with you, I didn't really want to move outside of Texas because I was always used to moving, but I was used to moving with my family. So I wanted to move wherever they went and play to school close to them. But whenever I... Um, got those offers, I realized, like, hey, I didn't really have any from Texas, so maybe I could just join the Air Force, you know, and be in San Antonio because that's where I had to go off first to Blackland. And my dad had told me, he said, hey, son, I really want you to take advantage of the college opportunity if, if you can, you know. And sure enough, I got asked to come play here at UT Tyler, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to pursue that dream of playing college basketball. But he said, if you still want to join the Air Force, you can go in as an officer. That's still something that I'm considering, but um, as of right now, I'd really like to do something involved with sports ministry.
2: Yeah. Hmm. So hey when when did you start to um, have a love for the for for the game of
3: basketball? I would say honestly like first grade i was a i was a three sport athlete I played football, basketball, and baseball but something about basketball you know growing up in Texas and being indoors and not getting sunburned as a very pale skinned guy you know, <laughs> like, I enjoyed it being in the a c <laughs> so, yeah,
1: and you well, got i, yeah, I love playing. Are you? i six five something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm.
1: Six
2: yeah, five. six five. Yeah, I, I told Mike. Um, you know, I, I, I'm probably a pretty good judge of if a guy looks like he can play or not. And I told Mike, I said, uh, I think Justin could play. I mean, if whoa, whoa, it, whoa,
1: I thought you said you could post him up anytime, anywhere. Isn't that what you said? No, I said you I, I said I could take him outside,
2: cross him oh, over, I, and then do a step back.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, Pastor said he would he would own you on the court, Justin. I'm just telling. You. I know we're not supposed to lie on faith in the zone, so I'll take all of that back. But I think he said one on one that I better bet on you. <laughs>
3: yeah well i, uh, I walked in the plane
2: yeah and i i i, I love to listen to some of your stories and uh, you had a pretty successful high school uh career didn't you in New Mexico
3: you know i did i I really enjoyed being there it was crazy I moved there my junior year you know and their basketball cro- program was ranked number one in the state they had a guy named John Dawson who actually went to Marquette down there in Milwaukee and, uh, Wait, I, what, was was our, it? what was what was
1: what was his name John yeah. Dawson oh yeah yeah you remember I remember them huh
3: yeah he was our he was our star point guard, he led us to the um, state finals, and I actually was on JV my junior year, because whenever I had transferred in, it was the summer of I believe it was summer of 2012, and I talked to our coach, and our coach's name is Matt King, former USA basketball coach for like 17 and under team, yep. great guy, and I said, hey coach, I want to play on varsity, he's like, alright, well you gotta, you gotta prove yourself, and to be honest with you, I was very soft, I was coming in from England, and it was just a different style of basketball, and I was getting punked by these guys in New Mexico, it's <laughs> number one program, they put me on JV, and that really kind of toughened me up, you know. So I had some guys on there that would just, just absolutely punk me every day and <laughs> make me, me better.
1: Yeah, those uh, Euro steps, right? You're taking the Euro steps, and these guys <laughs> are slapping it back. We, uh, yeah. It, it's it's funny. It is a whole different style of basketball, correct?
3: Oh yeah, it really is.
1: Well, you probably, if you if you
2: were playing over there in in Europe a little bit, you probably developed an outside shot because it seems like all those seven two and seven three guys can just shoot threes. Uh, you can shoot the three <laughs> yeah. ball, right?
3: That is my strength. I really believe that's why I got recruited. To be completely honest with you, I went to a showcase in Dallas, and my I love. I'm a really tough player now. I love crashing the boards, but my shot is by far my strength of my game.
1: Hey, I wish you had some high school eligibility left. I, <laughs> since you can handle the 17 degrees you're having today in Texas, you can handle it six below. I get you up. We we need a 6'5 kid that can shoot a little bit over at Martin Luther. <laughs> Guys, let's get you a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Justin about his testimony. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to him about his journey. Really happy that he's willing to join us. Former college basketball player at University of Texas at Tyler. He is Justin Henderson. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGuvern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Haven't said that in a while, have you? Yeah, you missed that, don't you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Our special guest, he uh, former college basketball player, University of Texas, Ed Tyler. He is Justin Henderson. It's a guy that uh, Kathy Keltner approached, I guess, in the airport or on the plane, and uh, Pastor Ken, and... I called me and said, "Hey, this is a young man that would be great for faith in the zone." So we really appreciate the time that he's he's given us. Uh, you know, segment two, Pastor. We we always like to to start walking through the journey of our guests.
2: Yeah, and and one reason, Mike, that I I love this show. Um, you know, the, you you know, I went through uh, the, the loss of my mom in, in mid December, and then that's what we were going out to Colorado Springs to do was to take her house down and decide where where everything goes. But at her graveside service, a fellow who coached uh, there in Denver with me at one of the public schools, Stanley Lake High School, uh, he picked me up and took me out to the graveside. And then he just took me back to the airport and I flew back. That was uh, in December. But but one thing Coach Jack said to me as he's taking me back, he said, you know, Ken, I wish I had that kind of confidence that your mom had, that when she died, she was going to be in heaven. And I've been talking to Jack for several years now, and I said, Jack, you know, the Bible says you can have that confidence. And that's what Faith in the Zone has really been about, whether it's Tony Dungy, uh, Don Beebe, or, or so many of our guests have come on and they have shared that they recognized they needed a Savior, because after life is over on this earth, it's not over. And they... They they came to a realization that there is something greater than this life, and it's a life forever to live with God, and Jesus is the only access to heaven. And as I was thinking about faith in the zone and what it's about, even talking to, to Justin on the plane, faith in the zone is all about people knowing that they can live with God one day. And so it's not just athletes and coaches and so forth that can know that anyone listening to the broadcast today can know for sure uh, that uh, as we have Justin share his testimony, how he came to Christ, that that invitation is open to anyone and everyone that would call on the name of Jesus to save him. And that's what I love about it, Mike. And well, so Justin. Um, th- thanks for sharing yeah.
1: that, by the way. You know, that that's yeah. very personal. And and for you to share that um, is, it is, it, it, it goes right to the core of what we talk about and what we believe that faith in the zone can be and, and is and should be. We goof around, we have some fun, we talk sports, but this is that's what it's about. Yeah. yeah. And I get people asking me all the time about it. So I hmm. appreciate you 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 talking about that and, and your willingness to 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 say what happened um there. Hey, Justin, let's talk a little bit about your testimony and, and where it started. And uh, if we can, as as a college basketball player, how it affected your life, uh, both professionally and personally.
3: Yeah, I'd love to. You know, to start off, I grew up in a, like I said, in a military family. My dad was in the Air Force for 30 years. So the second I was born, you know, I stepped onto a military base. In fact, I was born on a military base. And you kind of see in the culture in the military, you know, it's it's very moral. It's not very talked about. Base, It's not very talked about. So in my family life it's kinda of what I what I grew up, you know, like doing the right thing, saying the right thing, acting the right way. But I never really understood like anything else. I'd hear people talk about Jesus, but I never understood like who is Jesus. I, I grew up going to church, but I didn't understand the meaning of church. You know, I thought it was like a hey, like you go to school Monday through Friday, you go to church on Sunday. It just kinda mm-hmm. made sense in my head, you know, but I I never understood the meaning of it. And whenever I had moved to Tyler's when I actually started following Christ, so I went all throughout my my high school years, not knowing Christ, but going to church. And I moved to Tyler, and I, I um, came here to play basketball, so I kind of had this big-headed pride of myself, you know, of like, wow, I'm the big man on campus. Look at me. I step foot on campus, and we get in our team meeting, and there's 30 guys in there. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the world? Is this high school? Like, is this JV and varsity? Like, what's going on, you know? But to be completely honest, I probably wouldn't have been on the team if we, wouldn't have been, if we had a team of 30 guys. You know, if we would have had a team of 15, I probably – Still would have been sitting at home in San Antonio wishing I'd play college basketball, you know. So I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to have come here. But it's crazy. I think of the verse Proverbs sixteen nine. You know where it says, "The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps." This is where I came here, you know, thinking I was going to be the big man on campus. But what the Lord's done in my life and being a Tyler has completely changed my life forever, you know. To, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Yes, yeah, so whenever I whenever I came on campus. I truly thought I was going to be the big man on campus. Like I said, I wasn't really making friends. I was just the team, like the basketball guys. And I kept going back and forth to San Antonio to see my family because I was really struggling, you know. Like I said, I thought I was going to be the big man on campus. I wasn't getting playing time, so I would just go back to see my family to kind of put like a Band-Aid over it to just kind of make things better. And one day I was going home, and this girl, Melissa, that lived below me, she said, hey, Justin, how would you feel about coming to a game night? And To be completely honest with you, I was like, no, I just want to go home. But I, I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leap of faith and I'm gonna I'm gonna try, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go this game night and it ended up being at this college pastor's house, which is crazy how God works, you know. And I was just like, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and this college pastor was like, Hey man, like like what do you do? And I said, I play college basketball, at UT Tyler down the road and he said, Well hey, I'd love to get some food with you at Chipotle and as soon as he said that I was like, Oh, I'm in you know, like Chipotle, I'm I'm all game for that <laughs> we <just start> <laughs> and he just start talking about faith and he it was crazy. Like like I say, he's a college pastor, so he invited me out to a um, college night. And it's on Tuesday nights, and there's a circle of guys, and I go up to them, and they're talking about the gospel. They're like, they start talking, and I'm like, man, isn't the gospel great? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing had clicked in my head. Like I had no clue what the gospel was. And, you know, I say that, and I grew up in church, and I had no clue. Like I knew Jesus died for us on the cross, but I had no clue, like, the meaning and why he did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It blows my mind to think that I went 19 years going to church and not understanding the meaning of why Christ died for us and how I can have eternal life with Him. But not only is like, do I become a believer in Christ, but I became a follower. Like I want my everyday life to be a surrender to Him and to worship Him and to glorify Him and to make Him known. You know. And Mm -hmm. it's like I think about um, Romans 12:1. It says, "Therefore, I urge you, brothers." And sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. And then, you know, it says in Romans 12:2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so it's literally like a constant renewing of my mind just going on, you know, just like every day I was learning something new about Christ. And I was meeting up with Dakota, who's that college pastor, and he literally—we have this program here at our church called um, Second Home Family. It's where a family from the church brings in a college student, gives them meals. But Dakota and I would just meet up one-on-one, and he would just literally disciple me for like three days a week. And I had no clue what discipling was. I thought the guy was literally just taking me to Chipotle and buying the meals and just trying to get to know me better. So would like, w- he take awesome.
2: you to Chipotle every time?
3: I was hey, I was fine with that. I was like, I love <laughs>
2: There you have it. Hey, you never took
1: me to Chipotle. Oh, I, I, I I need, yeah, they, no, they need kidding. to be a sponsor of our program. <laughs> you do, you know? they,
2: Hey, hey Justin, <laughs> yeah. I got I got a question for you and I appreciate you oh, yeah. share what what all you've been sharing and I know you're you're not quite done with, with what all God's been doing in your life, but so you y you know, you, you went to church, you got down to University of Texas, Tyler, uh did you did you make the team?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, made the team. You years, made the team, and, uh... but
2: you weren't getting the time you thought you'd be getting, and so you got you know, that was a, a little humbling and then then Melissa invites you to come to this. Who who was it? Was it the college pastor there at the church who, who took you aside and said, hey, let me tell you what Jesus did for you?
3: Yeah. yeah okay, it, definitely it was, was him. He, literally at Chipotle, you know, and there's another guy named John Myers, who I will never forget this guy. This guy worked for Exxon. He's a petroleum engineer major, making $130,000 a year. And I'm like a business guy. I'm like, wow, this guy's making $130,000 a year. Like, that's awesome, you know. And he talks to me, he says, man, it's not about the money. In fact, I'm going to be a missionary in India next year. I was like, "What? Like, are you crazy? You know, like cause I'm still not like I still don't have the pieces together." I'm like, "Dude, like, what are you doing, man? Like, what does that even mean?" And um, he would just talk to me, and like, in fact, he was the one that shared Romans twelve one or Romans twelve two, and that all that stuff just clicked in my head. And I'm very visual, and he would draw the bridge, you know, where it talks about the gospel and how like we were separated from God, but but God made a way by bringing Jesus down on Earth to to bring us back together, you know, and to make us one and to where we can have a relationship with the Father. So. It was definitely Dakota and John Myers who consistently poured into me and disciple me.
2: Yeah, and you you remember the date on that too, don't you?
3: Yeah, so I I got saved. say I gave my life to Christ in June of 2016. It was June 26, 2016.
2: June 26, 2016, and, and for those of you listening, you know the Bible. You know I I talk to so many people and they say, well, I, I've always been a Christian. And I go, well, no, the Bible says you must be born again. And that whole born again is there's a time when I recognize my sinful condition, as Justin did, and I invite Jesus to come into my life and save me. And that took place for you on June 26, 2016. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow.
3: Justin, yeah, that's it. It a... was so crazy. You know, I think about, like, all that happened before that. And about a month before June, I was, I was sitting there at my church in San Antonio. I go to Community Bible Church, and this pastor— is um coming up on stage, it was a he was a guest speaker, he was a youth pastor. And I he just speaks about a message about struggle. And That was a season of my life where I was really just kind of figuring out like, man, what's going on? Like I'm not getting the playing time I was expected, you know, I really had put my hope on playing time, you know, which is insane to think that. But as a college student, you know, and you're you're like in class and you're around all these cool people, you're like, man, I just want to be known, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like that renewing of the mind is like, no, I don't want to be known. I want Jesus to be known, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, that's, so that's good. I, but I'm talking to that I'm talking to that pastor, and I'm like, man, I'm really struggling. He's like, what, well, do you read your Bible? I was like, I said, sir, there's no way I read my Bible. I think it's like Shakespeare. And he said, why, why do you think that? And I said, I just don't understand it. You know, like I, he said, dude, what type of version of the Bible are you reading? And I said, well, I'm reading the King James Version. And <laughs> he said, well, one, you need, to, you need to change that up for yourself, because obviously it sounds like you can't really relate to it, and there's different versions, so. I was getting the S C A Bible, with one of my buddies here in Tyler, and it's a New Living Translation. I started reading it, and literally sat down with these guys that were discipling it. I was just like, "Wow!" Just put on a, it. I feel like it put on a new lens to my eyes. You know, like I saw the world in a whole new way.
2: Mm-hmm. So how did how did that affect you then with basketball and and because was this this was your freshman year?
3: This versus, is my sophomore year. My freshman year, I was at UTSA. Oh, okay. That's and right. I really so, thought I was going to play basketball there. And it's funny just, just to hear the story on this. Is I thought I had no clue what the recruiting process was like. I literally thought I could go to UTSA and be like, hey, coach, I want to play. Can I get a spot? You know, like hmm. I had no clue how the recruiting process worked. And I get to UTSA, I'm like, hey, coach, I want to play. He's like, all right, son, you got to fill out some paperwork and try to walk on. I try walking on. Like, long story short, I, I didn't make the team, and I was kind of like, shot i was like damn what am i gonna do and then UC tyler called and was like hey we'd love to have you so just a opportunity from god you know just to mm-hmm. step into something new and move away from my family which is something i've never done before and just really just figure out what's next you know and whenever i got here that's whenever i was living on my own and I, first time i had to choose to go to church on my own i started doing that and it's just it's cool to, to really grow up you know what i mean
1: yeah i and it's a great story guys we've got to get to a break he is justin henderson Uh, former college basketball player, University of Texas at Tyler. What a great testimony. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
0: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Accurate Basement Repair. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me.
1: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, he's a sharp young man. We are blessed to have him. He is Justin Henderson, former college basketball player at University of Texas at Tyler. And Justin,
2: uh, you got to University of Texas at Tyler your sophomore year, because your freshman year, you went to University of Texas at San Antonio, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, you thought you were going to play there in San Antonio, uh, but then... You know the the coach at at uh, Tyler got got a hold of you and contacted you and told you to come over there, and you were kind of wow this is crazy, but when, but when you really look at it, you, uh, that verse you quoted in Proverbs sixteen nine about how the Lord directs our steps, I mean He puts you over there so that you would be invited to to go to an activity uh, by a young lady, and then you would meet a college pastor who was uh, very concerned about where you were spiritually and wanted you to know that you could live with God one day through Jesus Christ and it was because yeah. you ended up there that you were able to hear that gospel message that that's a pretty powerful redirect let's say by the lord wasn't it
3: yeah yeah
2: and so you you came to Christ you're you you you're still on the team you're going to church and and I think he told me that the was it the college pastor or the pastor of the church? The, they'd go play ball, you know, and the ones you'd come and always play ball with them.
3: Yeah, so this is my church in San Antonio. And oh, it was that's the church in San Antonio.
2: Okay, all right.
3: Yeah, so during the summer, I went back to my church in San Antonio, I know, because I was done with my fall and spring semester, and I always go back home during the summer. And I was trying out this new church because I'd gone to a church with my with my family in Cibolo Texas, where we live closer. But there was this one in San Antonio I'd heard about that had a really big college young adult. Group. So I was like, yeah, I'd like to make some more friends because I never really lived in San Antonio except for first to sixth grade, and then my freshman year at UTSA. So I didn't really know that many people around my age group. So I gave that church a shot, and I went on one Sunday. And this um, pastor, his name is Ed Newton. He was talking about how he was involved with FCA and how he played college basketball. And I was like, what? Like, like, that's what I am doing, like right now, you know? Like that's crazy. And so I go up to him after the service, and he's like, hey, man, we're playing basketball tonight. If you want to come play with us. And it was just crazy how the Lord used, like, a simple conversation to really just push me forward and kind of excel me in, like, my my mindset of what I feel like Christ is like, you know, and what He's done for me, and also, like, just realizing what community is, because I never really put basketball and Jesus together and how those two can mm-hmm. really come together and make something powerful. And mm-hmm. it, it gave me that passion inside my heart for sports ministry, like, it's what I want to do next, you know.
1: Yeah, Pastor, we, we get uh, we get that from a lot of guys where they separate the two. Mm-hmm. They say, look, baseball was my God for a while. Or football was, you know, I was on the field instead of being in church. Basketball, I was at AAU tournaments instead of being in church. And they separate it. Mm-hmm. And then we talk to guys who have put it together, like Justin. yeah, Professional bass fishermen. <laughs> Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah. Mark Rose was mm-hmm. his name. And he said, look, when I put it together and I realized that the guys that were in the finals of these tournaments – they had to choose between being in the tournament or getting into church on Sunday. I just started doing Bible study um, right on the dock. So mm-hmm. his his deal was I'm going to combine these two so that we don't have to miss out. And I think baseball has done a great job yeah. with baseball chapel. Mm-hmm. Basketball has done a good job. We were talking to Justin Henderson. Again, University of Texas at Tyler, former college basketball player. Hey, Justin, when, when you were in the locker room, and uh, you were willing to share your faith and be pretty open to about who you were at that time. Um, was that a comfortable place for you?
3: You know, it was kind of tough because my teammates, I, you know, some of them, like, were believers in Christ. But there's a difference between believing in Christ and truly being a man after God's in heart and following him, you know? And that's something I went through myself with guys talking to me about Jesus. And I was like, yeah, I believe in him, you know, but not really understanding him, not trying to live for him. So that, that was a tough conversation for sure.
1: You know, real quick on his bio um, that I that I printed out to some research for our, our interview and our our chat with Justin. My favorite line was career, career aspiration. Justin said, "I don't know what I want to do career wise yet, but I know God will, um, will and will open that door when the time is right." So I, I like that. The other thing I liked about it, his favorite player, Dirk. Favorite basketball team, San Antonio Spurs. (laughs) Favorite TV show, ESPN 30 for 30. He's a sports guy.
2: Yeah, he we, is a sports guy. I, we would uh, hang out with
1: exactly. him if he lived up here.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I was wanting to talk to him more on the plane, but he ended up falling asleep on me. So, uh. <laughs> does that happen to you a lot? <laughs> ne- oh yeah, uh, yeah sometimes yeah, few, on few, Sundays, few, yeah, Justin. Uh, yeah, a few people. Sometimes wanna, on Sundays, I, I can put him right to sleep, Justin. <laughs> well, you know, Justin, what you're talking about there in the locker room, guy, there's what you call professors of their faith, and and they profess it. But then you have really possessors. I mean, they possess it; they live it. And yeah. um, uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of people professing it that I, I sure, uh, I sure pray they don't hear when they when they meet the Lord. Hey, depart from me. I never knew you. I mean, they yeah. they knew it in their head, but it never traveled fourteen inches down to their heart. And uh, yeah. that 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 is um, that's what I would say is American Christianity. You know, oh yeah, I believe in God. I've yeah. always believed in God. But but there's nothing that of Christ and the the possession that they they they've taken that on personally and invited him in. So so when the guys so so some guys were happy about what 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 God was doing in your life, or some guys just kind of put you off or shunned you. How, how did you respond to all that?
3: Yeah, for sure. Some guys definitely put me off. and Just thought I was like this goody goody guy. It's like. He never does anything wrong. And by no means is that true, you know, like, I still sin, but I understand God's grace. You know what I mean? Like, I know what he's done for me and that I can repent and I can, I can turn away from my sin and truly seek after the one who's, who has saved me, you know? Mm. And so there's definitely guys that have, that have put me away, but there's one guy that they recruited, his name is Davis Moore, who is an absolute stud. He's a sophomore this year, hardest worker I've ever seen in my life. He holds the national three-point record for all of the U.S.A., he went to a small school called martin's mill and the kid just like hardest worker in the gym always in the gym like getting up shots doing tennis ball drills like Stephen curry and lives his life proclaiming the goodness of God through his actions you know
1: mm. uh, so, well he's that uh, was, man that's awesome that was, yeah you, are you now that you're not playing right now did you go and watch games
3: I have been going to watch games I was I just got off a of winter break I was gone for about a month but they're the season's really just now starting to get in the conference. Right. So it's really starting to kick up, and the good games are starting to happen.
1: Is, that, is it hard for you to, to sit in the stance?
3: No, you know, it's really not because I understand that, that God's called me to something different, you know? Because to be honest with you, I, when I was playing basketball, I didn't really grasp, like, hey, what, what is God trying to do in my life? I just kind of took it one day at a time and just going to play basketball, going to practice. But I never really just sat, sat down and just rested with God and be like, God, what's, what's going on here? You know, like, what are you calling me to? And if I, like, it finally hit me from, like, you know, you were saying from the head to the heart, like, man, it made me fall on my knees and be like, man, there's something different that God has called me to. Like, I had this dream of playing college basketball, and it goes back to that Proverbs 69. Like, I came here to play basketball, but God's called me to something different. You know, like, He's determined my steps. So I'm still planted here, so I just want to do something different, you know, so.
1: Hey, when you talk about sports ministry uh, it's something that maybe is 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 in your future, Um, is that something that you that you think is a youth pastor and utilizing sport to do that or or what explain that part of it at least what you're thinking may may be in your future with that
3: you know i have some i have some crazy dreams about like what i'd like to do this one's kind of kind of extreme but what i'd like to do is go somewhere where i can build a gym and literally have a place for kids to come to and just play sports and hear the the goodness of jesus and be able to come together and just like, literally just play basketball and do whatever. Like do their homework. You know, just have a place to come and just hang out and feel safe. And people come up to them and just hey, like, say, what do you think? Like, kind of like me, like just get disciples, You know, just like having a place for kids to come to come play basketball, to hear about Jesus, because that's how it works for me. Like I, I went to a gym, played basketball, ran into some guys, you know, in Dakota, and John Myers started discipling me. Like, it's just a crazy story of like how basketball and Jesus go together. You know.
2: And then you can uh, yeah. even take them to Chipotle, you know, and uh, spend some time there with them. But that that is exactly—I I mean, Justin, you got it. I mean, you could do that. You could do that here in the States. You could do that overseas. Uh, you can take a group of guys with you to play basketball someplace uh, overseas and, yeah. and, and have opportunities for ministry. Just listening to you uh, at, after Mike asked you that question— uh, let's me know you you really have it you you understand what it's all about and I guarantee uh, that some of our guests who've been on in the past if they were listening they they would probably want to reach out to you and go man awesome
1: Justin you got it hey do you remember yeah. our guest who started upward yeah hey, that's the, this is exactly he <laughs> if if you're not familiar with upward. Um, Justin, Google it because it's, uh, all over the country now for kids to play different gyms yeah. and, and he built a gym and as soon as he built it, there's, they, they didn't have enough room and he had to turn kids away. Mm. And he went home and told his wife, you know, look at we're we're already booked. And she said, well, what about the 40 kids that, that aren't going to be able to play? Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. going to who's going to minister them? So he Went to the guy who built the gym and said, hey, we need to build another one. And they built another one, and they sold out. So that's kind of how that whole thing started. Guys, mm-hmm. we've got to get to a break. Let's have the break. We'll yeah. wrap this up. He's a really good guest, sharp young man. And, and I've got to believe that his family and uh, his father, TJ especially, very proud of the young man that he has become. He's Justin Henderson, former college basketball player, University of Texas at Tyler. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
0: Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me.
1: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside a Baptist Church. Our special guest, former college basketball player Justin Henderson, University of Texas at Tyler. I, Pastor, I think the Lord's got big plans for young Justin. Yeah, I do too. I do too,
2: Justin. We're... We're excited to have you, and uh, one thing we like to do kind of when we wrap up is have a little bit of fun here talking about, do you remember, Justin, uh, w- what what game was it in high school or in college that, that stood out to you that you either hit the shot or you played well, or you, I mean, is there a, a, a huge memory for you?
3: Yeah, it was actually so. <laughs> in college, I didn't get much, I didn't get a ton of playing time, so there's not very memory memories of me playing, <laughs> but um, in high school. Against um, El Dorado High School in New Mexico, I hit five threes in a game, and I hit a game winner. And oh was, man, not many crazy. people can
2: say they've hit game winners. Yeah, yeah. you know, so they hit it, what at the buzzer?
3: No, it wasn't. It wasn't at the buzzer. I just had some really big plays down the line, you know, of like defensive plays and steals and blocks, and that was by far my best game in in high school. And it's pretty cool. I was walking in the locker room, and this reporter comes to me, "Hey, can we interview you?" And I was like, "What? You know, like, <laughs> never in my life!" But I was like, oh, "I'm going to get interviewed for basketball." You know, I was I was way better at baseball actually in high school than I was basketball.
1: Hey Justin, we talk every once in a while on the show to, to, to athletes and we ask them if if can you walk worthy and still try to win. When you when you're competing, and Pastor and I are on the same page on this one, where where we believe that not only should can you, but should you. And the answer is yes, yeah. yes. You you know what? Play fair, um, play hard, and try to win the game that you're playing. Uh, you you agree with that?
3: I totally agree with that. You know, Tim Tebow he has a saying where it's like as Christians, we should be the hardest workers. Like our actions should show that we live for something greater. Be the hardest workers in our life, you know. Like and whatever we do, whether it be a paper for our professor or a basketball game or a football game, we should just we should stand out and to glorify God, but not to not to glorify ourselves, you
2: know. Yeah, I mean that's biblical. That's First Corinthians ten thirty one. Do all to the glory of God, no matter what you're doing. You think if you would have had that back in high school and college, even and and really pushed yourself, you know, it, you, you know, the sky would have been the limit a little bit there with you.
3: Oh, my gosh, it, it definitely would have, because I, I literally walked through my high school sports career having the victim mindset and not the victor mindset. Like, oh, I'm not playing because coaches don't like me, or I'm not playing because of something happened in practice, you know, or in reality, like, I'm not playing because I'm not pushing myself to the extent I could. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not playing as hard as I could. I'm not in the gym putting up extra shots, you know. I'm, just, I'm doing the minimum, and I think I'm, I, I have too much pride in myself to think I'm too good. To where I should be getting playing time, regardless of how much work I'm putting
1: in, you know. Hey Justin, I again, thirty six years I've been coaching, and and uh, I see I see a lot of that. I've seen it, uh, you know, the last number of years, and and it's difficult to, as as a coach to say, hey, look, are, how hard are you practicing? You know, how, yeah. how what, what uh, how are you doing in your classroom? Can can you can you be undisciplined eight hours a day? And then come into a gym and be disciplined for that hour and a half or two hours. I don't think it's possible. So you're yeah. you're fooling around in class, getting in trouble in class, but that's not carrying over to the court. I I, I would disagree with that. It's uh, it's hard. We we had a guest on a while back, and I he's a, a college football coach, Justin. I said, hey, the kids have kids really changed? Don't you think over the years? And I fully expected him to say, yeah, I, they have. And he said, "No, I, 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 you know, other than social media, they've changed a little bit, but I think it's us." And I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Look, I when I started coaching, I was a head coach. I was, I was 26 years old. I'm coaching college. I was removed about three years from playing, and I was the cool coach. I was single. I was hanging out." He said, "Now I'm 44. I'm married with three kids. I've changed. All I want to do yeah. is get out of practice, go home, and see my kids." He said, "So I don't know if they've changed that much." What I've changed, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I I agree with them. I'm a grandfather of three now. I've never been that cool coach, but <laughs> and right now I'm really not the cool coach. So, hey guys, we got to wrap this up. I, uh, Pastor, you and Kathy, thank you mm-hmm. so much for for setting this up, and we will continue to be, uh, be in contact. With Justin Henderson, and and uh, I'm sure the Lord's got great things uh, planned for him.
2: Yeah, Justin, thanks for uh, being willing to come on and, and share your testimony and be and be transparent uh, with with your life and you know what you've learned. You know, not only through sports but through uh, God really um, bringing you to Himself and and putting your trust in Him, and now wanting to to walk worthy and and uh, we look forward to what God's going to do in your life.
3: Yeah, I appreciate that so much. And tell Miss Kathy, thank you so much for talking to me on the plane. And well, I, well,
2: I to- I talk to you some now. I mean, Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, Ms. I talk- Kathy's <laughs>
1: talked to me a few times, too. And sometimes it's not so – no, she's always been nice. Except when she was taping the games I was coaching and she yelled at me to put her boy back in. <laughs> hey, he is Justin Henderson, again, former basketball player, University of Texas at Tyler. He's been a great guest. Thanks so much for listening. This is Faith in the Zone
0: Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace
1: Now I know for certain Lord, it was you that rescued me
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,